Hi there. Thank you for joining us on Bless Me This Morning. It is yours and you may claim it. And what do I speak of? Your blessing. You know, he is your friend, your provider and protector. And he will be with you every step of the way through in today. Guide me, I pray, in your truth and teach me for you are God my savior and my hope is in you all day long psalm 25 and verse 5 thank you my friend for being with us on bless me this morning and uh, we go to prayer in a moment Greetings, my friend. Welcome. Welcome back to Morning Devotion. Moments of prayer, scripture reading, and reflection. Shall we begin with the prayer? Heavenly Father, we thank you for bringing us to the start of this new day. Guide and protect us in it, we pray. And by your power, we may not fall to temptation. We may not yield to sin, but that our thoughts, our actions, and the things we speak will be pleasing to you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. For scripture reading today, we go to the gospel according to Luke. We take Luke chapter 9, verses 10 and 11. When the apostles returned, they reported to Jesus what they had done. Then he took them with him, and they withdrew by themselves to a town called Bethsaida. But the crowds learned about it and followed him. He welcomed them and spoke to them about the kingdom of God and healed those who needed healing. The Gospel of the Lord. Yes, we praise you, Lord. My friends, today we take a moment to reflect on the response that God gives to those who are broken. How does God respond to those who are weak and those who are sick? And for this we go also to the scriptures again, Second Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 9, which says, And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. The word of the Lord. Yes, we praise you, Lord. So, my friends, we want to share a little story, a story about Roger. Roger's story is that when he was younger, he would get injured or hurt sometimes, go to his father, and his father would always tell him, tough it out, and that men don't cry. Real men don't cry, we often hear. As Roger grew older, he began playing football, and in the game, from time to time, he will have reason to go back to his father or even his coaches, and he would have the same counsel, the same advice given to him, tough it out. Real men don't cry. So, he would end up playing many times. When he's hurt, 
when he's in pain, despite being hurt and in pain, he will continue playing. Anxious. Why? Anxious to show his father, his coaches, how tough he was. Now, the one game as he grew older and played, there was one game in which he was tackled in a very rough way by an opposing team player. The tackle crippled him because it chipped a vertebrae and that thing sliced his spinal column. He became paralyzed almost immediately. As the days went by and he healed after the accident, Roger faced each morning and every single day he was showing just little emotion. He became almost cold, you can say, a cold person where he was nonetheless deeply troubled on the inside, confused, worried. He was at a loss for words as to how to digest what had happened to him, what he had experienced, even when he was trying to be a real man. Instead of worrying about this and feeling down, he will try to sleep and try to sleep a lot during those uh, days. He didn't have to think about his situation, about his paralysis. He didn't have to think when he was sleeping. He didn't have that presence. And so he became very cold. Roger's grandmother had requested her church family to pray for him. She prayed for him with her family. She prayed for him when she was alone. She prayed for him together with others. She prayed for him on her own. And she asked her pastor to visit him one day and to spend some time speaking with him. Well, as they conversed, Roger asked the pastor about God. How does God react when I'm in pain? Is he like my father? who gets frustrated when I'm in pain? The preacher took time to answer Roger and to take away that incorrect, that wrong feeling that he had grown to believe in. He read to him chapter 9 of Luke's Gospel, which speaks about what Jesus did towards others and did for others who are in pain and suffering. He read for him where it said the people had followed uh, Jesus and he welcomed them. He spoke to them about the kingdom of God and he healed those who needed healing. Luke 9 and verse 11. The pastor explained that Jesus accepts the sick and the injured just as they are. He blesses them. He blesses them with love and he heals them where they need it. God is not counting on you, the pastor told him, to grow up or to man up or to get over this. You are his love. You are God's loved one. And he looks to you with compassion. He sees you in your experience and he loves you right there in it as you are. We pray. Heavenly Father, we ask that we today be reminded and that going forward we are always reminded 
that the weak, that the sick, that the broken are welcomed into your kingdom, welcome into your presence, and that you do not wait for us to be better, for us to be stronger, for us to be real men. You do not look for us to be not crying, not emotional, in order to love us. You embrace me, and I ask you, Lord, help me to remember that always, just as I am, with whatever my experience has been, and whatever it is today. Help me, Lord, as we go today, to be the one to remind others, not of their weakness, but of the love you have for them, exactly as they are. And that in that love, they are stronger, stronger than anyone can be. Yes. I ask for a blessed day upon Roger and his story, upon everyone who is like Roger today. A blessed day on them, a blessed day on us all, in Jesus' name. Amen.